0: One of the important aspects of our practice is understanding the principle of, whether we call it conditionality or causal interactions. Understanding the consequences of holding on to an entangling in emotion, thought. Especially as these are often aspects of likes, dislikes, wanting, not wanting, sometimes aspects of greed and anger. Now, their coming and going are just coming and going of thoughts. However, their coming and going, their entangling and attaching to them, is like eating a poisonous food. When we put it in our mouth, we already begin to have the consequences of the poison. But once we swallow it, often we don't sense the poison. However, it begins to permeate all of our life. Practice is to enable us to notice where we've put it in our mouth, this poison, dangerous greed and anger, all sorts of confusing ideas and beliefs. If, instead of swallowing it, we do as Joko suggests, first we observe it, we notice it, and then allow ourselves the experiencing, the experiencing of present bodily sensations, bodily world, experiencing This moment. That's enabling our experience to detoxify the mental entanglement of greed and anger, attachments of self and other. In not because we're consciously doing anything other than experiencing, but by experiencing, in a sense, it's entering into this life that we are. And in the process of living this life, this allows us to go from this the cessation of this, poison of greed, the cessation of this poison of anger, the cessation of that comes the cessation of stress and harming, the cessation of suffering and pain, which otherwise would be caused by the greed, the anger. In the experiencing, we're detoxifying it. We're adding a solvent of experiencing to it. Not because we're doing it mentally or we're even aware of it, but this is the experiencing. It's as if we swallow it into the solvent of being this moment experiencing, being just this moment. So the value of our practice isn't just from the moment of noticing and then the experiencing, but the experiencing sets in motion this aspect of causality when such and such ceases, then the consequences cease. Just like in the opposite direction, when we hold on to anger and greed. When this, such and such arises, then more consequences of suffering and harming arise. Or, more immediately, when this is, that is. When this is not, that isn't. But then that second aspect, when from the arising of such, a, of anger, greed, comes the arising of suffering, harming at another aspect of life. But in the same way, from the cessation in the noticing and experiencing of greed and anger comes the cessation of the harmful, painful, stressful consequences. That's why it's important for us to practice throughout our day, throughout our life, when we notice, when we observe mental processes, especially mental processes that we entangle in, that we're caught up in, that exacerbate self-centered likes and dislikes. Because if we can open that up to the experiencing, then we can release the harming. We can release the suffering. We can allow those to dissipate. So I know this might be a little abstract, but I bring this up because it became clear to me that a number of people don't quite get this. So I just want to speak about it in these terms and then allow you To explore this, this aspect of when we eat healthy food, when we process, chew healthy food, then it enters our body and enlivens us, nourishes us, nurtures us, supports us. Not because we continue thinking about it, but because it enters into this process called life, this process called digestion. And that's very different than when we eat harmful food. We think, okay, I swallowed it, I'm done with it, but we're not, because that harmfulness enters into this process of life as well. If we don't antidote it with the noticing and experiencing, so that the holding is antidoted in releasing, in experiencing, in the letting go and the bodily experiencing of this universe life that we are, right here, right now. Thank you.